everyone. I'm Wei Jie here. Thank you for tuning in to my latest episode, episode 8. Today, I'm going to touch on an investing topic that's close to my heart. The recession is almost here. I think when I started investing, in 2018, started to learn how to invest in 2018, people already are anticipating the crash. So, so interesting. They anticipated, but it didn't come. And they went quiet. So in 2019, the hype came again. Oh, when's the crash coming? What stocks to buy? Uh, when can I enter the market? These are all the common, common questions that uh, newbie investors will ask because they are un- unsure of their game plan. They are not really, they really don't know what they are doing, even though they have learned the investing basics. And that's where practice comes in. Uh, when I started to learn, to learn investing, I'm a complete newbie as well. I started from ground zero, like really from ground zero, you know. Seriously, I had to learn from the best investors out there to become a so-called uh, better than amateur investor than I was, I, I was back then in 2018. I wouldn't say I had even reached the intermediate stage because I'm not one of the big boys, not, not even at the middle, you know. I was I'm just between the middle and the amateurs. But one thing I wanted to share about investing is actually quite simple. If you don't want to complicate things, it's just a simple mindset of owning good companies. And at a good price of course. You don't want to buy a Coke at like $10, right? You want to buy a Coke at $1 or a reasonable price of $130 or $110. Same thing is for investing when companies are overpriced. They're so good but you don't buy because simply it's, it's too much money. And you, you can't afford it because you, you have to pay for your lifestyle, you need to pay for your expenses, you need to pay for your bills, you pay for your family, study bills, whatever. All this kind of insurance, yes, you, I, I heard you. Uh, so much expenses and little money to invest in. That's why I, the common thing I heard of. I think it's a little savings here and there, like you start from ground zero, you just save $100 a month uh, out to a year you can save uh, 1200 and of course, uh, as you say, of course you need to set aside an emergency fund out to 6 months because when you invest, you only, you only can invest with those money that you can afford to lose. That's why I'm going to share you. You only can invest those money that you can afford to lose. So if you lose everything in the stock market, you still, your life still carries on as usual, you know. That is a very important lesson, my friend. Here it is. You, own, you, you only lose the amount of capital that you can afford to lose. Don't go beyond that. Don't go crazy. Don't chase the, don't chase the gains. And don't take care of your downside. That is very dangerous investing mindset. Okay, let me share about my war. When I was a newbie investor, I was like, mm, oh. Is this the right thing for me or not? Like, how can every time I buy, the stock price will always go down? 
When I buy it, it go down, it will go out. When I buy it, it go out, it go down. Seriously, if you are thinking of that mindset, it's called a gambling mindset. The gambling mindset is anticipating that the price will go out and go down. Without proper research, without proper studies into the companies that you are investing in. You get that right? You need proper research and why, why this company is doing well. And because good companies, they often were always uh, at share prices. Why? Because they have given the investors confidence. Investors are only interested in good companies and they only will invest their money in good companies. So when there's a company that's not doing well, you can see how the investors behave. They sell, 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 sell. They sell until the, the company becomes zero dollars. Uh, uh, maybe not lah. Southern company will go to zero dollars. But I would, I would say that uh, investors are based on confidence and sentiment. They are very emotional creatures. Investors are very emotional creatures. If you want to, you want, if you want to do the best, you want to be the best investor out there, you better manage your, your emotion and you better like take away the emotional factor when you are dealing with your investment decision. That is very important. So, coming back, investors, when they sell a company, that is the best time you can buy it. Because they have given away the opportunities to you. Should you think that this company is the next Amazon? So let's say if Amazon started a share price $100, let's say if it's $100 now it's $1,000, how many capital gains have you? Of course, you may need to wait a long, long time now. 5 to 10 years or maybe 15 to 20 years. But the investment gain is like that. If you are, you are buying stocks and shares, yes, that's the game. You need to have patience. It's not gambling. So the time I have a plan, how to overcome this boy, you know, like, wow, I'm, I'm like a newbie, but seriously, how do I do it? I start to learn from the, the investors' friends that I actually attended the course with. It didn't work quite well because they were newbie investors as well as, as newbie as I am. When I learn from them, it's like learning the same, same, same level of knowledge. Like, hmm, doesn't really help me in my investment decision because I'm I'm already learning what I'm already learning. So, I decided to start out the game a bit. Maybe probably start by sharing my knowledge as a newbie investor to all those out there. They will start correcting me, you know, because they, uh, my, my, my knowledge is not complete, you know, so they will start criticizing. Oh, we can you're completely wrong on this PC. That's not how you look, you look at this company and the numbers are wrong. That's completely fine, you know. Well, when, I, when I have people criticizing me, that is the best way I can learn because uh, they, they have shown me a different set of knowledge that I haven't already learned. So you get, you get what I was trying to say here. You, you, are, you are learning what you have but not already learned. And when I get to mix around with the best investors, I change the environment from newbie investors to intermediate investors to those best investors out in the industry. That was where I realized my friend that investing is all in the mindset. First, not only do you have a positive mindset, but you need to have a mindset of clarity. You know what you're doing, you know. Today I'm buying McDonald's shares. What am I expecting? 
Am I gambling that it will, it will rise in 10 years? Or I think that by a possible statistics that I can reference to in the past, I can know that McDonald's is going to rise in the future by how much, how much, how much. Very stark difference. One's gambling, one is like uh, modeling, I mean, particularly model, model, model. It's like Warren Buffett always loves stocks that have a predictable, consistent earnings per share. It all lies in the simplicity. Things that you can understand easily. Things that you can draw, draw reference to to predict a possible earnings in the future. This, this one is kind of very powerful here. Simple business model and workable. Something like Facebook. Running ads. Easy earnings. And oh, they, they, they scale up quite a lot, you know. And probably, okay, next thing, uh, we let's take a peek. Earnings per share, wow. Over 10 years, according to Morningstar, they are rising up, 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 up. No brainer. It's quite a no brainer that this one is a, a very good company. So when I started to learn from this, best investors out there. I realized that wow, they spend so much years studying all these companies. They so so that I can leverage on their expertise to really spell out my game. And that was the epiphany I had, you know, when I realized that hey, but yeah, you don't have 10 years of knowledge yet, but you can leverage on the 10 or 20 years of knowledge of other investors. Learning from the mistakes they have done. And so you can avoid doing it. Isn't that good? So that is how I go as a, as an investor. The achievement I, I get is a, a consistent, consistent five to seven percent uh, earnings on my portfolio. Very humble one. I mean, that is the kind of uh, consistent earnings a, a, a newbie investor should really get. I mean, like okay, not a newbie, a, a, a learning investor, or maybe going to the intermediate stage, where at least get five to seven percent. I mean, consistent earnings is already very good you know my friends 5 to 7 percent annual imagine 100 dollars becomes 107 and the 107 becomes another 100 plus in the next one year but what is more important is the transformation i had when i started as a newbie investor back in june 2018 when i was in june 2018 i always wanted to be an entrepreneur and an but I was seriously that scared, I was seriously fearful of what it had for me. Like, seriously, I want to pay this guy four to five thousand dollars, and later on, he teached me some strategies and he teached me some mindset thing afterwards. I'm all on my own, okay, not say on my own, but I, I still receive guidance from them. Well, I, I, I still have to fork out my own money to actually invest in the stock market. So, four to five thousand dollars in invest investing costs, and maybe another four to five thousand to in the stock market, and that is about ten thousand dollars. And I, I, I have very low confidence in the next five thousand. How I'm going to grow it? You know, like, oh my God, five thousand dollars in the stock market. What if I lose it? So if I lose it, uh, I will lose a total $10,000, everything, including a cost because I learned 
the strategies that, that I was taught was, wasn't working. Yeah, that was the real fear. But just, uh, and that was that was what I want to I want to break through, lah. I mean, my friend, because I, I want I want you to know that if you are really thinking this way that I was thinking back then, to June, to July, the the kind of scenario that I I was describing to you just now, that was the scarcity mindset at play. To say. I only have five thousand dollars. I only have ten thousand dollars. Wow! Pay this cost be five thousand dollars. When the stomach get another five thousand dollars, everything I lose. I only can blame myself. Seriously, I cannot blame the cost. I cannot blame the trainers. I only can blame myself. And that is why you get really scared. I'm very scared. But you still want. You still want to. Achieve the financial success that you want. You're scared, but you still want to achieve the financial success that you want. You're seriously scared, but you still want to achieve the financial success that you want. So how? <sighs> wow. The next thing I did, I was mind blowing. I want, I want to learn from people who have started from ground zero. People who have struggled with investing. I want to learn from them how they succeed. And when I learn from them how they succeed, uh, it was mind blowing because they have already committed a lot of mistakes, like before way I did. And so I learned from their mistakes, and, and then I avoid the mistakes, and of course I learned their mindset. And that was mind blowing. And I started start, started to believe in the a mindset of abundance. That if I give a hundred thousand dollars to you right now. I probably won't be any poorer because I have the skill set and I have the mindset to earn back the hundred dollars that I just gave you. That's the power of abundance. If I share to you knowledge and you learn from it and you based on this knowledge, you earn a lot of money. It doesn't make me any poorer because I'm. It doesn't make me any more stupid because I gave you this knowledge. Think about it. Think about it. I know this this concept is rather complex to grasp. Like, what is the mindset abundance like? Right? Seriously, but it's a very powerful concept. It's not some kind of bullshit thing, you know. It may not seem, it may not sound rational at the start when you first learn it, but the thing is, this world is crazy. There are a bunch of people got to see myself out there. They're trying to pull you down. They say, "You cannot make it. Sorry, I'm going to take the credit of you. Sorry, you do all the work, but I take the credit of you. Sorry, you know." People with scarcity mindset. They want to take away from you. They take everything away from you. But they don't want to give you. And people who are givers are those people with abundance level, mass abundance. So you want to choose this side. You want to choose people who are scarce, or you choose people who are abundant. Take your pick. I haven't seen anybody, anybody with scarcity mindset that succeeds in life anyway. That's what I think of. 
even if they have a huge ton of money, like billions of dollars, they are not even happy because they have a scarcity mindset. Sashimi mindset doesn't serve you well. I hope that, that, that is the thing I want, to take away. I want you to take away in this podcast. Deviate from a scarcity mindset and embrace an abundance level of mindset. It's only that way that you can reach the next level that you want to achieve. Take care my friends and uh, I will tune in to my next podcast. I'll record it tomorrow. Bye-bye.